This episode is brought to you by Audible.com. Get your free trial by going to audibletrial.com slash four orbs. There are over 180,000 tiles to choose from, and they're available on multiple portable devices, including your iPhone and Android phones. If you're looking for something to listen to while you're waiting for that bi-weekly release of the four orbs, check out Audible. Once again, that's audibletrial.com slash four orbs. Last time on the Four Orbs. So you head to the front doors of the chapel. You open them up. And you see bones scattered all around the roots of the trees and the dirt of the forest. You see that the ground on the hill from standing at the doorway is uprooted. And you approach the head of the stairs cautiously. And you look down towards the bottom of these 20 stairs. And a small pedestal sits at the bottom. On top of it, a glowing green sphere. It is one of the four orbs. It is. It's there in real life. I've never seen it in real life. I rush down the stairs. Okay. You rush down the stairs. Wait. And I don't oh, wait. wait for me, dude. No, I didn't expect anyone to wait. <laughs> and as you get about halfway down the stairs, about 10 stairs down, you feel that tremble start to like really get violent. I stop. You stop and you back up away. Uh, yes, okay. I take a step back. You take a couple steps back up the stairs and it stops. I told you to wait. It's not what you meant. It is what I... What? I slowly <laughs> take a step down. Finch starts to walk past you, Felomir. Slowly. Motherfucker! <laughs> wait! Slowly and cautiously. You slowly go down the stairs. And you feel a tremble, but it, it's not the ground. It's yourself, like... You feel really nervous about this. In game and out of game. He's trembling. <laughs> I, I see it. And you get close to the pedestal, about five feet, and you turn back to your companions standing on the stoop who are, star- who are staring completely puzzled at you. You reach out to touch the sphere, and right before you do, you hear a voice shout out from down the hill. You look down, and you see an elf running up the hill. Hey, 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 stop! Don't touch that! You see an elf sprinting towards you. He runs with a hand in front of him, showing a stopping motion. He approaches with no weapons in hand, he has a bow slung around his back and a long sword sheathed on his side. Out of breath, he stops about 40 feet from the pedestal. Finch is standing next to the pedestal, and the four of you are still in the stoop. That thing will kill you. Don't touch it. I, I turn around and look back at probably Felomir. I'm going to look at the elf running out of the forest and say, Who are you? My, my name is Phelan Morris. I've been following this artifact for months. It destroys the land in front of it. It moves every hour or so. Getting near it is probably alarming the Fey in this area. Specifically the centaurs. 
The centaurs, you say? They will be here soon. Leave it. Get out of here. Now. We're not afraid of no centaurs. I'm afraid of centaurs. Well, Are not. you aware of what this thing is? Yes. We have just been instructed to protect these things. Protect them? Yes. Seems like they protect themselves. I mean, they slaughtered all these skeletons that came out of the ground out here. Really? Look, I think... Have, have you seen anyone touch this thing before? The last person I tr saw try was someone from the Crimson Command, and he was buried alive. How close did he get? As close as he is right now. Then it happened. Can I, like, judge of character or something to see if I think he's lying or something? Like, Yeah, that would be a insight skill. I would also like to do that. 17. 19. You trust him. He seems very worried and very sincere. The, especially the fact that he hasn't like drawn his weapons on you guys makes it very clear that he's not trying to harm you. He's trying to help you. How do you know the Crimson Command? This, I, I live in a village outside of Dualwood. We asked for some help from the Crimson Command because this thing was kind of destroying the forest around us. We didn't know what it was at first, but he, he came along and we found it. And he said it's one of the legendary four orbs. I I don't have I don't know anything about them, but how have I, you guys never heard of the four orbs? Never mind. But what I do know is it killed him. That little glass ball is more powerful than you think. How did he die? As soon as like the closer he got, the more the earth just started sinking in around him. And eventually, when he tried to reach out and grab it, the earth just collapsed all around him, and the pedestal was the only thing left standing. I'm gonna look back at Philomir and you're, look you're, back at the other elf. You're less than three feet away from it. You can almost reach it with your hand if you stretched out your hand. I'll take another step. He says, "Seriously, don't." Now let's Finch wait. Let's see what our new acquaintance here has to say. But I am now in reaching distance of it. Yeah, you can reach it. If we move forward, will it move away from us? It has not moved since y'all have been out here now. The pedestal has not moved at all. Okay. I'm going to move forward then. Okay. You step forward, and it starts to tremble. Ooh, back up, Felomir. Like all right, I'll back up. As you can see, there's clearly something different about our friend here. I've been told that there are great things in my future... I don't know. Maybe this is part of it. You you say you live in Dualwood? You live here? I, I live outside of Dualwood. I, I hunt in Dualwood, but I don't live here. Have you ever heard of this temple that's behind us? I mean, a long time ago I heard about it, but it has no significance to me. Well, we just spent a while exploring it and discovered some very strange things here, uh, especially regarding these four orbs. Well... I've been following this pedestal for three months. It has destroyed everything in its path. And how do you propose to solve that problem? Let it be. Maybe Yet you still follow it. I, I'm trying to make sure that no one like you guys messes with it. It's obviously trying to do something. I'm trying to figure out what that is. Maybe it's maybe, looking for a friend. What if you're the one that's pushing it away by following it? It was moving before I got close to it. Okay. It was destroying the forest around my village. I think you're jealous. Yeah, who made you the protector of this orb? I'm not, I'm not claiming to be the protector of it. I'm trying to help you guys from death. I'm going to scooch a little closer. 
Wait, where are you? <laughs> like you're like in his face now. No, no not to no, him. He no the orb. I mean, yeah, like, he's he's right next. Should to be you. like a yeah. I should, now I should definitely be right next. You can to it. definitely grab it with ease at this point if you wish. And there's no trembling or anything going on. There's no trembling, no anything. And you have actually haven't felt an earthquake in hours. I'm going to step down a step. Like closer to the pedestal? Yeah. So like past where Felomir is? Yeah. It starts to tremble. Okay. I step back. How long ago did this thing appear, to your knowledge? You said it was relatively recent? Um, It started showing up about four or five months ago. Did anything happen to trigger its appearance? No, but the Fey of this force have never been as hostile as they are now. And it seems like a couple of months before we first spotted or first spotted the trace of it, because it leaves a huge destructive path in its wake. Um, we, the Fae were getting hostile and it seemed like from my experience with my late friend, the centaurs were somehow protecting it. Even sprites were somehow involved and sprites usually don't get involved in things like this. I've seen even, I've even seen ogres kind of bend at its will. Well, perhaps its removal from this forest would do good. I mean, you say it hasn't... Where, where would you take it? I, of that, I'm not sure. But as I told you earlier, we were just instructed by some strange happenings in this temple uh, that we need to protect these four orbs from darkness. I mean, if you really think that's wise, I mean, I'm going to step back a couple steps, but if you try and grab that thing, I don't know what's going to happen. We should find out what's going to happen. I mean, I, I, I seriously think you should consider what you're even going to do with it after this. Because grabbing it, then what are you going to do? Just walk around with it? What if somebody bad gets a hold of it? I mean, you could take it to the Crimson Command, maybe. I mean, Drus Balfour was here to do something with it. Can you get me in touch with the Crimson Command? Um, back at my village, my village chief somehow sent a letter to them oh. how far away is that quite a ways like we're talking a day's walk four days is that on In our which, way yeah which direction north i'll look back at film here like that's not too out of the way that's not too out of the way well you know our, our friend here closest to the pedestal is a member of the crimson command you you are i'm Still need to be fully inducted, but that the that ceremony is the last piece. He's being modest. He's one of them. He's in charge. He's the boss. You you know what? So then you should know what to do with this thing. Like, I mean, sure. If maybe maybe you're the right person to try and grab this thing. I would think if there's anyone who would know how to better protect it, it's going to be the Crimson Command. And if I'm just the moving piece of that puzzle. I'll happily take the chance. I mean, that is where we were headed after, I guess, acquiring this orb. I'm going to slowly start to reach my hand over it. He takes, like, he starts scooting back, like, four or five more feet from where he is. So he's, like, 50 feet away from it. <laughs> like, he's obviously terrified. And I'm going to just slowly lower my hand on top of it. After Finch grabs the orb, there is somewhat of an eerie silence and calm in the area. There's no wind rushing, no leaves falling. 
You only hear the sound of your own heartbeat and the wisp of air you inhale and exhale. Then there's a deep thud. It sounds like it came from all around you. Finch, you feel the dirt beneath your feet begin to shift. You look towards Phelan and you see him trying to hold steady. The group on the stairs of the temple have a better viewpoint though. And the stunning vision quickly explains why the earthquake is getting stronger. You see a wall of dirt high behind the elven stranger. Within the rocks and roots of that earth, you begin to see the earth sculpt a face and violently edge the sides molding a head that is roughly the size of a three-story home. About 50 feet away on the right and the left side of the head, you see two columns of ground shoot straight into the air. Wooden and stone debris explode through the air. The columns begin to bend on a hinge and hands begin to sculpt themselves out of stone. This hill that the Temple of Hanet sits on is no hill, but a pinned earth golem weighted down by the density of that dark iron temple that stands behind you. The eyelids of the golem's face peel back and reveal hazy, glass-like dark green pupils. It raises its fist and pounds them into the ground around Phelan. He shields his face and head with his arms from the debris, peeks out, and sprints away from the golem towards the stairs. Give me initiatives. Oh shit. Oh, what have we got? The golem uses hit one fist to like sweep the ground in front of him, in front of his head, and it sprays just a huge pile of dust and debris all over you guys. And uh, but all of you kind of take cover as it happens because you are already terrified and you are already sprinting for some sort of cover, and nothing hits you. Just for clarification, real quick. Is this like, is it a fully shaped golem or is it a head and then two arms? It's just a head and two arms sticking out of the ground. Okay, okay. cool. That's what I, that's like what I was picturing. Full arms? Yeah. Like full arms, like out. from shoulder. There's a bend in the elbows and everything. Okay. The only thing you see um, is his head and the arms. There's not a body itself. Every time he opens up his eyes, you see the green like glass like stone inside of his eyes and he's big too right he's real big his, his head is about three stories high oh, wow. literally nice. is a three-story house god okay and, and it's immobile too just to clarify yeah he's not moving he's, okay. he's immobile it appears that this dark iron temple is basically on his belly and he can't move cool um after the golem is astra i'm going to shoot a ray of frost okay so I imagine all of you are pretty much like on the porch or the stairs hiding behind like the columns of the temple and things like that. There's not really a lot of movement around him. He's kind of surrounded you like from the front of the temple to him. So you have this like semicircle arena basically of his arms. Oh, like he cleared out about a boss arena just yes. now? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, it's basically a boss arena. Okay. <laughs> so you're shooting a ray of frost at... His eyes. His eyes? Okay. Wait, 
Is this really a boss battle where like his arm, his other arm and his head have three different like life bars and we have to choose like what we <laughs> are you serious right now, Dave? I mean, there's no sort of significance or unique thing in the arms. Just the okay. eyes seem a little unique. All right. I mean, it's your call what you want to oh, do. I, with I, I, I already done decided I'm going for them eyes. This is a very Final Fantasy of you, but okay. <laughs> um, Never played that game. Me Not either. a single one of them. Yeah, me either. I tried a little bit. Y'all missing out. Give me the attack roll for the Ray of Frost. Eight. Yeah. The uh, Ray of Frost just kind of pierces like his cheek right under his left eye, and it just kind of disperses into some ice, and then it like quickly just gets enveloped underneath dirt like he's burying his wound, doing nothing. Cool. After Astra is Phelan. Phelan takes a shot with his arrow. He seems to be pretty accurate with it, but the arrow just hits one of the arms. Hmm. He says, I don't, I don't know what we can do. Run! Get out of here! Uh, after Phelan is Felomir. Oh, God. I'm just going to shoot an Eldritch Blast for now. Okay. Um, and, well, I guess I would also like to relocate to... I guess this, like, up on the stoop, like, behind a, a pedestal or something. I already got you there. Okay. 21. That's a hit. Left or right eye? The left eye. Okay. For one damage. Nice. Big spinda. Yes. It's got, like, a branch in his eye. After Felomir is Doroth. I'm looking up a spell real quick. Okay. I don't want to do it. Shit. Yeah, that's the cube. Yeah, I can't do the cube. Can't do the cube. What? I'm there. I was looking at Thunder Wave. I was like, I'm gonna shoot a Thunder Wave at him, but it's like a it, it, it would hurt that. us and not him at all. <laughs> so never mind. Um, I'm gonna spitball here. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna enthrall. Okay. Him. <laughs> what level spell is that? Uh, second le- level. Okay. I just want to see where his head's at. I guess I, I need to see where his head's at. Yeah, you, you, you better know where his head's at. I'm an attractive motherfucker. Okay. I might be a ma- What? Go ahead. Go ahead and what? Oh, go ahead and try to enthrall him? Yeah. I'm going to pull out my drum and start playing a beat and start belly dancing. Okay. What's the uh, DC on it? Oh, like my spell DC? Yeah. Please work. How wise could a golem be? I don't know. Yeah, DC is 12, by the way. He succeeds. Well, guys, I've done my part. (laughs) After Doroth is Finch. So what I'm thinking here is uh, while staying in some sort of cover, uh, uh, put Hunter's Mark. I'm assuming that that means I have to pick a spot on him since he's so big, or does Hunter's Mark works on his entirety? How do you want to focus it? Well, I figured I would put it on the uh, the eye that is hurt. Okay, so the left one? Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. You focus your Hunter's Mark on the left eye. <laughs> cool. I have a question. Okay. Um. Do you does Finch still have the orb? Like, did he get it? 
Yeah, it's in his hand, and I guess you've like thrown it in a satchel or something, probably. Yeah, if I have like a little hit bag or something, like let's say I put it in there, like okay. maybe wrap it up in some sort of cloth or something cool. to give it some cushion. Yeah, cool. Just just wondering. Wow. Okay, so it's like a a tangible thing. You can just. Hey, it's Take a real it, orb. Like, we got it. Yeah, no, I, I <laughs> You've got a, basically a green crystal ball. Okay, I was picturing like a, a is it green? Like an orb of light or something. Like nope, you couldn't actually like grab it and take no, it. No, it's you. it's okay. a physical glass sphere. Wow. Okay. As um, you were, you put Hunter's mark on the left eye. Correct. After Finch is Keth. All right, I'm gonna pull out a hand axe and throw it at the eye that okay. everyone is attacking right now. Seventeen. You have disadvantage because it's past twenty feet. Uh, how far back is it? It's twenty. It's the monster itself is, we'll say, a sixty feet. Oh damn! Damn, that thing's really big. Do you want to still throw it? Got nothing else to do. 16. All right. That's a hit. Six. All right. You throw this hand axe through the air and it just collides with the left eye. And you see like it actually kind of break a little bit like cracks go through it like glass, like a really tough glass, but it's still reacting to the impact. And the uh, hand axe just falls to the ground right in front of it. Um, after Keth is back to the top, the golem's turn. The coda. Um, the golem sweeps his arm across the area. And because all of you are pretty much on the porch or on the stoop, you all kind of take cover as quickly as you can. And he misses all of you and his hand just kind of like swipes against the columns and you see, and you feel like pieces of dirt, like kind of hitting you, but no big chunks. So none of it really damages any of you. And he, he basically just mauls his entire arm against like this dark, these dark iron columns, columns. <laughs> um, and whenever the hand comes back to its normal position, it like starts to grow on top of itself again, like regenerating the arm. Wow. After the golem is Astra. So his left eye is pretty fucked up, right? His left eye is damaged. If I were to cast Gust of Wind, would that affect his sight at all? If I was aiming it at his eyes? Probably not. Okay. I'm going to cast Ray of Frost. Okay. Shit. 13. That's actually a hit. Nice. Three. Your Ray of Frost flies through the air and it hits that left eye and you can see like some of the like frosty mist kind of pierce into the glass through the crack that's already there from the hand axe and it kind of like covers the inside of it a little bit but then fades away cool after after Astra is Phelan Phelan takes a shot with his long bow and uh, just shoots between the arm and the head completely <laughs> like directly <laughs> through the middle did not look like he was ready to take that shot at all. Can I react by like looking at him kind of like <laughs> disgracefully? <laughs> what are you doing? Why are we still it? here? We should get out of here. Run, run. I've got run. Ooh. We've got this. Um, after Phelan is Finch. Nope. I'm sorry. Felomir. Too many F names. Um, well, 
Right. Seems like we're kind of in a good spot right now, so I'm just going to shoot another Eldritch Blast. Okay. 16. That's a hit. 7 damage at his left eye, All right. by the way. The Eldritch Blast flies through the air, and it almost impacts with like some falling debris that he's kind of knocked into the air to om- where you almost missed him. But it just like barely passes underneath it and collides with the glass eye, just shattering it a little bit more. Does this thing look to like have any sort of expression it, on its face? It does not have like it just has a very like straight mouth, like a stoic face. And every time you hit it, it does not react. It's almost like it doesn't feel pain. After Velamir is. Doroth. Let's see if it can react to a vicious mockery. Okay. All right. I'm gonna I roll it. a DC against wisdom or, or wisdom or con. I can never remember. It might be wisdom because it's psychic damage, right? Yeah, it's psychic damage. So wisdom. Um, nothing happens. <laughs> Fine. Um, after Doroth is Finch. Okay, I assume I have a pretty clean shot from where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Down on the knee, draw my bow. All right. Taking a breath, slowly let it out. We're going to be using uh, the Hunter Colossus and the Hunter's Mark okay. here. This is 23. That's a hit. It's happening. Ten. Right. Oh. What's that, right? Fourteen. All right. Oh shit. Um your arrow flies true and hits it like square in the center of the circle of his eye. And it pierces through and goes into the actual eye, and glass shards just start pouring out of his eye, like almost like a waterfall of glass. And um he still has absolutely no reaction to it. But then, like as like the glass finishes close, like coming out, the eyelid closes. I think we're onto something. After Finch is the top of the order again. Nah. Nope, Kath. I'm sorry. Do it again. (laughs) I'm gonna take out my other hand axe. Okay. And throw it at the right eye. I'm assuming at the right eye with a disadvantage. Thirteen. That's a hit. Cool. Five. The hand axe does a little whirly sound through the air, and it, he almost has like a little bit of a whistle in it, and it collides with the eye and does a, cracks the eyeglass a little bit. Yeah. Now we're back to the top of the order, where the golem swings his arm wildly. I want to use my cutting words. Okay. Yes. Okay. Here we go. Do I would I have to like yell for him to like hear me, or do you think? He could hear me from just like um, normal. Whatever you think. What, okay. Whatever Doroth would do. Wow, okay. Let's see what Doroth Dor- would do. Uh, <laughs> you come to us from Earth, you rise. We come to you. We black your eyes. That's what he'd do. WWDD. <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> New shit. That means you're going to use one of your inspiration dice to subtract from my roll? Yes. Four. Uh, what's everyone's ACs? Uh, Fifteen. 
at the moment? Yes. 14. 17. 13. 15. Astra, you take four damage from stone and wooden debris just flying through the air as one of the arms sweeps through the porch area and just destroying itself on the columns. Ow. Doroth, you take ten damage. Okay. Um, Felomir, you take eight. Damn. And Finch, you take fourteen. Explain to me what happened. So <laughs> I the, didn't know that fourteen. One of damage. the arms, like the last round, sweeps through the area and just starts like destroying itself on the columns on the porch. And y'all got a little cocky, I guess you could say, and started coming out from cover and started making shots and <laughs> couldn't get yourself to um, behind cover quick enough. And except for Keth, who has a shield blocking everything. And um, so all of you kind of took a lot of debris damage on that hit. Ow. Does that make sense, Finch? Did I get hit in the head or something? Sure. <laughs> You specifically were the only one that got hit in the head. Yeah, and I got blood running down my face. It looks super <laughs> tough. <laughs> um, after the golem is Astra. Um, I'm going to cast Chromatic Orb. Okay. Um, yeah, thunder damage. And thunder. Thunder. God <laughs> fucking damn it. Ten. The thunder little ball of chromatic energy, of thunder energy flies through the air and it's just hits right above the eyeball. And um, you do see him kind of blink his eye for like a good two seconds due to like the impact, but it does not appear to have had any effect. But that's the only reaction he's had at all. Okay. Thunder. After Astra is Phelan. Phelan is like, you guys are absolutely nuts, but this is what we're doing. Takes a shot. And the arrow flies true, hitting the right eye. Now that he sees what you guys are doing. And and pierces the glass pretty well. Uh, it definitely splinters the glass even more, showing a lot more cracks in the glass eye. And after Phelan is... Philomir. I guess I'll uh, keep blasting him. All right. 11. That's a miss. The, the Eldritch Blast just kind of pierces or hits the earth that's like on his cheek. And it does like tear some dirt and root out of his body, is out of his face. But it just kind of regenerates right back into place. After Philomir is Doroth. So I found that I have zero offensive options against this guy. So I'm just gonna fall back and um, uh, uh what? How does um, how's Finch look? Does he look fucked up to me? Like if I looked at him, would I be like, oh, oh my? Got blood coming down my face. What kind of HP do you have? Uh, I'm 15 out of 31 right now. You're fine. <laughs> I'm gonna use cure wounds on myself. Okay. Doroth makes things better. Um. Cool. I get seven. So, wait. So, I it's a level one spell. So, it's six. My, that's such <laughs> bullshit, man. <laughs> Dorth makes things a little better. 
Um, after Doroth is Finch. Okay, so this eye has been hit by Keth and Eldridge Blast and Phelan, or just Keth and Phelan? Keth and Phelan. Um, does the yes. eye looks eye looks pretty bad? I've hit it once. I've hit both eyes once, and I missed the right eye once. If I'm not mistaken, or maybe did I hit the left eye twice? You hit the left eye. I don't know, yeah, you but you de- you have not hit the right eye. Kev okay. was the first one to hit the right eye. And I hit the left eye twice. But how does this eye look? Does it look comparable to when I hit the last eye? Comparable. Okay, I'm just trying to decide. I guess I'm going to... I'm trying to decide if I want to skip the hunter's mark. This round. I mean, you can concentrate your existing hunter's mark. Oh, really? Yeah, you can pass it to... Oh, yeah, I can. Target, yep. But does that take up a turn? No. Okay, sweet. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Now that's on the right eye. Okay. Makes everything so easier. you're concentrating on that right eye? Mm-hmm. 14. That's a hit. Sweet. Jeez Louise. That's a 17. 17 damage? No. Gosh, I'm sorry, dude. It's, um, it's 20. Yeah. 20 damage? 20 damage. Damn. Uh, Good one. This arrow releases with an absolutely ridiculous speed. <laughs> and you see it like spinning at almost double the amount of speed you have like seen your arrows shoot before. And it pierces the glass and it shatters into a huge amount of pieces. And just glass starts pouring out of that eye socket like the last one. And then the golem's arms just flail backwards. One breaks at the elbow, and the weight of its terraformed forearm leaves a crater in the ground. The other arm falls backwards down the hill. The head of the golem falls backwards and breaks and crumbles into an earthy ruin. The earth underneath you has not stopped trembling, though. You see cracks in the earth splinter all around you. The hill you stand on begins to sink in. The temple behind you begins to lean forward so much that you're falling off the porch at a 45-degree angle. And it's not stopping tilting. It looks like it's going to tip over on top of you. I need athletics and acrobatics checks as this crater starts to form, and you're now not on a hill, but inside a hole. This is how I die. Both or... Either, um, either one, whichever one you think is better for you. Okay. Athletics or acrobatics. Can I cast a spell? Fuck this deck. Uh, yeah. I want to cast spider climb on yourself. Yeah. Okay. But that's nice. You're standing and on a speck of. Dirt. I'm gonna give you advantage on this then. Okay. On your acrobatics or athletics check. Cool. I mean, Al. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all are jerking dicks. Uh, (laughs) Seven. Fifteen. Sixteen. Ten. With advantage? Yep. Damn. Eleven. Damn. I'm not very athletic or acrobatic. The six of you, including Phelan rush up the sides of this now sinking hill. Boulders and branches roll down the hill directly at you. You turn back to see the temple fall over, roof into the ground, staying completely intact. 
The impact of the temple in the ground behind you shakes everything around you. The debris shoots upwards, hurling all six of you vertically into the air. Stone splinters hit Astra, Felomir, and Finch as you're flying through the air. Astra, you take five damage. Ow! Felomir, you take one damage. Shouldn't have casted Spider Claw. Finch, you take one damage. Because that hurt me more. You're launched out of this hole that is being created by the Death Golem. And you fly about 15 feet above the ground level and start a descent back into the gra- back to the ground. Not able to brace for impact. Astra, you take four damage. I'm dead. Saving throws. Keth, you take one. Doroth, you take three. Felomir, you take two. Finch, you take one. The ground begins to come to a still for about five-ish seconds. As you begin to come to, a rain of dust and rock and wood splinters come showering down from above. I'm what already dead, fuck? Dave. Yeah, come on. Astra, you take two damage. It's uh yeah, it's one of those. One Can of those I reaction to... That means you have a um one of your saving throws for death saving throws is now gone because you took damage after so you only have two death saving throws. Okay, cool. That's fine. Keth, you take one. Doroth, you take six. Felomir, you take three. Is this your plan, Dave? Finch, you take three. Act one finale. What? Companions, you have joined us for 20 episodes. I think that's more than 20 hours of content, maybe even like a full 24-hour day. It's like we're best friends now. But for real, though, thank you for sticking out with us this long. We have a little bit more to this specific episode, but I wanted to find a break in it to give you my sincerest thanks. We like to think we do this for ourselves, but when we see how this show brings you all joy, that gives us so much more fuel to push us along. Speaking of seeing you companions with joy... Let us know with a rating on iTunes. Speaking of iTunes, in episode 18, during the mid-roll, I said there was going to be a reason for giving us iTunes reviews. And here it is. Act 2 is going to be a more populated, civilized part of Asus, which means I need NPC names. NPC being non-playable characters. And sure, I could make a bank of fantasy-style names and they can be impersonal or... Or... I could use the names of our dedicated companions. So if you want your name to possibly be used for an NPC in the future, this is what you got to do. One way is to give us an iTunes or Apple iTunes slash Apple podcast review, and then email us at fourorbs at gmail.com. Make the subject of the email, make me an NPC. And in the body of the email, tell me your name, which I may alter slightly, and the username you use to do the iTunes slash Apple podcast review. The other way you can do this, if you do not have an iPhone, go over to our Patreon. 
for just a dollar a month, you can submit your name to our NPC name lottery to possibly be featured in our story. This way does not require you to send an email, but if you want to send one just to say, hey, do it. We'd love to hear from you. If you don't like sending emails, though, you can always follow us on our social media. Head over to our Twitter, which is at the four orbs, Facebook, which is www.facebook.com slash four orbs, Instagram, which is at four orbs, or Reddit, which is reddit.com slash r slash four orbs. If you don't follow us currently, you may not have realized or heard that I was actually a guest on another podcast called You Simply Must. I was on episode 62. So if you want to go check them out for some possible four orbs details and secrets, you should do it. Plus, I had a lot of fun with them on their podcast, and I was super nervous about it the whole time. So go listen to me be awkward and try to be funny. But it's time to bring this break to a close. As you may realize, this is the closing episode of Act One, A Power Within. We've had a great time moving the show along for the past six months, seven months. Wow. It's been a while, but we'll see you in act two. Hi, I'm Drew. And I'm Landry. We're the hosts of You Simply Must. You Simply Must? What's that? It's a comedy podcast all about sharing things that we love with each other and sometimes with the guest. TV shows, food, games, movies, whatever. That's right. Think of it as Oprah's favorite thing, but weekly and with more segments specifically designed to gaslight the other person. We release new episodes every Wednesday. You can find the show on iTunes or at YouSimplyMustPodcast.com. Hey, person hearing this ad, have you ever listened to our show? No. You You simply simply must! Are you a lifelong fanboy, a new nerd, or are you just clueless and curious about all the comic book movie buzz and want to know more? Then tune in to Between the Cons, the twice-weekly podcast for Life Between Comic Cons, where Chris and friends discuss nerdy news. Why is it always Chris and friends? We have stupid nicknames that you made up for us. I'm going to start calling you Dr. Big Boy Pants. Where Chris, Chris 2, MF Dane, Mr. Naughty List, the Wonder Twins, Master Mandrabo, the Ginger Giant, and the Outlaw Steve Jr. Thank you. Discuss nerdy news, review movies, and dive deep into the big topics that encompass our fandoms. Subscribe today on iTunes and Google Play at BetweenTheCons.com. Doroth, you fell unconscious briefly after a rock hit you almost square in the top of the head. You come to and see Felomir hovering over you. Faintly in the, bra- in the background, you hear Keth yelling at... Astra, you sit up to see Astra's limp in his arms, and now we take our first death saves of the Four Orbs campaign. Oh no! Astra, no! Wake up! I don't even know how these work. Me either. Also, <laughs> you should we, look up yeah. how medicine works. Well, I know exactly how. Do this we want to take a smoke break <laughs> and talk about it? <laughs> Let's roll a d20 and then yeah, if, it's if, it's, under... if it's under 10, you take one. And if it's over 10, like you put a success there. Is a success an automatic wake up? Nope. No. You have to have three successes. Three success or a crit. Okay. So you and if you su- crit miss, it's two fails. <laughs> or if you take damage, it's one. So I only have, I had three. Now I only have two hit die. Yeah, because you took damage already. Two death saves, yeah. Wait, it says 3d6. No, no, no. It's no, no, right It's the circles. It doesn't say you how much. You fill in one of them. Yeah, you three. Fill one, like, it, those are like, oh, okay. you so took damage, so you fill it in. Yeah, you have a failure now. And it's each, like, it's per turn. So it's, I think it's only when we're in combat, though. And are we in? No, combat? we're not in combat anymore. Okay. Oh, it's not. Oh, because we're not in combat anymore. Yeah, it, it, it goes matter. by turn. Like each each turn okay. of combat, you have to do a death save. But if you're if, not in combat, 
I don't think so. So what if I had done a death save the first time that I died? Let me read it. (laughs) Yeah, like, how long have we not been in combat? I mean, now? Like, since you last took took a hit? Okay. I don't think we do it now. Like, if she, like, takes fatal damage and we're still in combat each turn, you would have to do the whole death save thing. The only reason I know this is because in the in Steven's campaign, my character almost died. Yeah, but like, do you, do you have to make a save if you don't take damage, though? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just every turn? Damage is two. Like, if you get... Or damage yeah, is Damage is one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, a, a crit miss is two. Yeah. I mean, worst case scenario, one of us could just, like, stabilize your condition if we're not in combat. Yeah. I, I definitely see this, though, like, oh. as that scene from Saving Private Stabilizing Ryan, a creature. Yeah. Where you, <laughs> the best way to stabilize a creature with zero hit points is to heal it. If healing is unavailable, the creature can at least be stabilized so that it isn't killed by a failed death saving throw. So. So never mind. There's no death saving throws. Uh, because Keth is attempting to stabilize her. Cool. Word. Do, do I, you need, like, a medicine check? Uh, I don't think it said that. No. But for the dramatic effect, yeah, let's give me a. Oh, I did pretty good. 19. All right. You stabilize her, but she stays unconscious. Snap into action. Astro, wake up! After about 10 minutes of rest, just kind of sitting there, panting for breath, exhausted, just a flurry of dirt and dust spiraling throughout the entire area. Astra comes to. Astra, Astra, are you okay? No. (laughs) (laughs) Little man, can you heal her? You got knocked the fuck out. Do you have a vision? You're at one HP, Astra. You did not have a vision? No. Drats. You all eventually stand up and kind of pace around for a second, stretch your legs and review your wounds and then some of you start to head toward the edge of this now deep crater where the temple was down at the bottom you see the temple on its side still in its complete form buried halfway in the dirt Phelan speaks up and says the the centaurs will be here soon to investigate this disturbance let let me lead you out of Dualwood. let's 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 leave question the big crater that's in the ground that the temple's in, mm-hmm. how like how wide did it go out from the front of the temple? Did it go all the way to where oops to where the golem was? It's about a two hundred foot circumference. Or okay. I'm sorry, diameter. Okay. So my axes are very much gone. <laughs> yeah, they're buried at the bottom, okay. probably. Then I will not look for them. <laughs> Our friend uh, Astra here, she's she's not in much shape to travel. Do you have a horse or anything? Um, how how far do we need to go before we can rest? We're all pretty. We we cannot wait here. Keth, can you carry Astra? Yes, I'll carry her. He he walks over to Astra as you stand up, Astra, and he puts his hand on your shoulder and he whispers a little bit of a word here or there, and you are healed. For HP. Okay. Because rangers can take cure wounds. Hey. Thank you. Really? I'm going to check on my stretch. <laughs> Is everybody good? Can we move? Let's go. Um, PVAC, 
flies down from above. Oh. You lost track of him during this whole thing. Be back! And he, he lands onto your shoulder. Come! No. <laughs> uh, yes. He nods his head. <laughs> uh, yeah, I probably got like one button keeping my jacket together at this point, but I'll pop it off and give it to him. You check on Oystrich, and um, the map scroll is like crushed halfway down um and you open it up frantically and he is still in there and he is he was not crushed okay <laughs> and he do kind I of like crawls out of to the edge and then onto your hand do i see this sure i'm not gonna say anything <laughs> i just want to know if i see this um he probably doesn't want to be in that map scroll anymore yeah I'm just going to hold on. I like to pat my little side satchel just to make sure. Uh, yeah, you can still, still feel, sphere. You still feel like yeah. the sphere on the outside of it, basically. Okay. Cool. Are you good to walk, Astra? Yeah, I think I'm okay for now. Okay, lead the way. Okay. And you start heading west. Okay.